On this episode of My Drive, we get to speak with our first guest from Prescott Valley Outdoor Summit, who just happens to be a culinary mastermind. We check in on Frontier Days with Chino Valley, the Yavapai County Fair, and even get to talk about a few shady ladies. Welcome to another edition of My Drive from Cast 11 Studios. I'm Alicia, and today we are lucky enough to be joined in the studio by Brett Vibber. He is the culinary director at Mortimer Farms, but really so much more. So how'd you... How did you end up as the culinary director and what does that entail at Mortimer Farms? Uh, it entails all kinds of cool things. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, I ended up back at Mortimer Farms. I was there for uh, you know a year during the pandemic uh, when kind of restaurant industry people were <clears throat> uh, figuring out their next move. <laughs> uh, and you know it was an interesting time that the farm was open and and I could kind of bring some culinary skills to the farm where, where, you know, they'd been desiring that I'd had a restaurant in cave Creek for years and bought things from the Mortimers. So I'd been serving their food for a long time. It kind of seemed like a cool opportunity at that point in time to jump into, you know, being there all the time and, you know, picking my food and putting it on a plate. And, uh, you know, the years went by, I I was gone for a couple of years and, you know, they've built this multi-million dollar state-of-the-art kitchen over there to back up, you know, their dreams and desires. And that was kind of something I was involved with a few years ago and uh, sort of got to a point where I've outgrown the restaurant business because I like doing a number of other things. And this gives me kind of the outlet to do a lot of other things on one property while also, you know, skating away to go salmon fishing in Northern Alaska for six weeks a year. Nice. So you just get to go out and just, so that's kind of your background, right? Just picking, foraging. Yep. Wild foods of Arizona. Uh, that's kind of been my thing since I got out of corporate chefing a uh, decade or so ago. Was, the plan was to come back home and put everything kind of together, but through a scope of what could be Arizona cuisine. And it was kind of bottomless. So so I was excited to hear you were going to be involved with Prescott Valley Outdoor yep. Summit, but had no idea what you were. I was like, "What? we've got this great chef. He's coming to PBOS. So now it's starting to make sense to me what, mm-hmm. what your role is. So how are you going to be involved with Prescott Valley Outdoor Summit? What are you going to be doing? Uh, you know, talk and demo on uh, the wild foods of Arizona. And it's kind of the perfect time of year is, you know, mushroom season and, uh, you know, things that we've already picked throughout the summer and you know, wild onions, wild garlic. And, you know, I'm going to leave here and go collect a bunch of prickly pears on my way home. Uh, <laughs> so just things that are... Uh, you know, indigenous to Arizona that we can, you know, embrace in maybe a familiar way. Awesome. So making wild mushroom pot stickers, I believe. Oh, that'll be delicious. So that's scary to me because I never know which mushrooms are good, which mushrooms are, are bad. So yeah, it's uh, it's uh, mushrooms. One thing you need to learn from someone like physically holding your hand and showing you exactly what it was, you know, what it is. And, you know, I can, I can tell people easily over the phone on, you know, through a picture, like, yeah, that's a prickly pear and it's, you know, the wrong one's not going to kill you. There's a couple different kinds, but, uh, you know, mushrooms are one of the last things I introduced as like a wild food that I serve to the public because you want to. (laughs) <laughs> make sure make Don't sure you're anybody. dotting your eyes yeah. and crossing your t's on them yeah so if you're listening to this podcast do not go in your backyard and start picking stuff and trying to make pot stickers and out of them. every time i end up speaking about mushrooms i get like an influx on social media messages <laughs> of like hey is, i heard so you on this one? podcast is this getting like i i won't i won't answer you you gotta go you know there's uh groups like the arizona mushroom forum that have you know 
qualified yeah. scientists from, you know, the, the universities and whatnot that lead people on, on, you know, educational forays and things like that. Perfect. Well, we're excited to have you at Prescott Valley Outdoor Summit, September 29th through October 1st. So we're a little over 30 days out. So it's getting closer. We're excited about that. In the meantime, some things to keep you guys busy while we're waiting and counting down for PVOS. Chino's having their territorial days. It's their 36th annual territorial days and kicking things off Friday with a chili cook-off. Do you, you are pretty, um, I know you're a great chef, but cook-offs, do you ever do anything like that? Uh, I try my best to stay away from them. Uh, this is too much, uh, too much athletics in my background to be. <laughs> you tackle you know, somebody. Yeah, cooking. Yeah, it turns into a wrestling match. It's, uh, I just, I need to know my place in the world. Smart, smart. <laughs> too much competition. You'll be out there fighting somebody. So breakfast Saturday is going to have the Lions Pancake Breakfast at the Senior Center. There's going to be a 10K, which that seems really hard. But there's also a two-mile walk run. There's vendors in the park, and that all starts at 9.15 um, for the Territorial Days Parade. It's going to be followed by activities and games in the park. Um, it's just, I think this is the big, the corn dinner is going to be at Del Rio school. This is like the biggest event for Chino that for the year. I mean, this is the event to be at. So that's all this weekend. And then what's going on in Prescott? There's a fair on the square. Fair on the square downtown at the Yavapai court County courthouse. Uh, I always like this event. It's, you know, cool vendors and artists and craftsmen and, uh, you know, snacks and shopping. Uh, my favorite's always been the Prescott regulators and their shady ladies. The shady ladies. Get that old, old Westy feel, mm -hmm. uh, is, you know, downtown Prescott's not really a better place to do that than than that it's uh saturday and sunday 9 a.m to 5 p.m again at the courthouse plaza awesome awesome there's also going to be a class this weekend saturday 9 30 to 10 30 at waters garden center now that ken lane has hung up his dancing shoes he's going to teach you guys 10 top uh, the top 10 trees and how to plant them so that's something in your background, right? Do you plant or do you just forage? I tell people I'm a lot better at picking what Mother <laughs> Nature has provided for me. Uh, we <clears throat> we we plant quite a bit of stuff, but uh, you know, being at the farm is nice that you kind of have a hand in planting. But yeah, you know, someone else is going to water it and make sure it comes stay and Perfect. stays alive. Yeah, that's me. I I buy fake house plants too because I just no good at that. So Judy Collins is the voice of a generation and she's coming to Prescott. Um, many performers can distinguish themselves with a hit or two. A lucky few of those can string several songs into a career, but only the rarest of artists can use their voice to capture the flavor of an entire era in song. Yavapai College invites you to join us when Jim and Linda Lee Performing Arts Center proudly present an evening with Judy Collins. That's Friday night, September 1st at 7 p.m. And let's see, we've got uh, the fair is coming up. So with the press, with the Avapai County Fair, you've got to have some pretty creative foods that you've done or fair foods that you love. What's some of your favorites over there? Uh, you know, we were just uh, thinking about this uh, this morning, uh, just because it's kind of that season yeah. of, of the year. Uh, funnel cakes, I always go back to, uh, we did them at a big uh, Boy Scout fair every year. That was like our troops thing. So uh, always that, but uh, you know, Deep fried Oreos and deep fried Snickers kind of change your life at, uh, you know, different <laughs> points in time. So I remember the first time I had those as well. Yeah, I the one great thing about the fair, I mean, there's so many fun things to do with the animals and everything, but you got to stop for those foods. Um, it, we're celebrating 110 years this September of the Yavapai County Fair. It goes September 7th through the 10th. And um, always a fun time. I just 
just love it. The rodeo out there to like the, all the animals that they're giving out or auctioning, I guess that they mm-hmm. do. It is crazy to me how much time is put into this fair, making this work. It's a year long project Definitely. getting it going. Uh, Prescott Badgers football dominates La Jolla and sees an opening win. Um, were you local to Prescott or I know Arizona, but I, I grew up in Tempe. Oh, okay. So Prescott Badgers football, anything familiar about that for you? Yeah, or? my son, uh, my kids are in school in Prescott. Uh, so my son played a couple of years for the, the little, little, little Prescott oh, Badgers. Oh, the Prescott Badgers. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of cool, you know, in a smaller town like this that you see, you know, kind of one group of kids get to stay together, uh, you know, kind of grow up together and you they see. grow up together. They play the same sports together. It's a, it's a lot different than, you know, in, in Tempe, there would have been five different little kid uh, football oh, right. teams and you'd go to different high schools and junior highs. So it's kind of cool to see them have those bonds and they go through these different seasons with each other. And uh, you know, it's, it's also cool to see Prescott win 39 to zero. Yeah. Nice way to start the season. Uh, Badgers did not the same thing, but did have a nice dominant performance. And then Chino did not, they had a big game up at NAU and or I think that's where Flagstaff ended up coming away with the loss. Um, I think that's two now for them. Hopefully their coach will be able to find a way to right that ship and uh, get them on the right track. I think it's hard when you put a new coach into a, you know, start coaching the, oh, the kids definitely. up there trying I, to figure that I, out. I grew up with a coach. Oh, that's right. So your background was wrestling, right? Yeah. My dad coached football, wrestling and track at our high school, but we were a predominantly wrestling, wrestling family. family. So I just started getting familiar with wrestlers because a lot of one of the gals I coach um, cheerleading with her Mm -hmm. husband's a wrestling coach and such an intense sport. Yeah, so it's a totally different sport. You explain it. You know, I helped uh, coach the little uh, little guys in Prescott this year, and uh, it's so different than Mm -hmm. any other sport. And my dad always said it. You know, it's it's a much more intimate sport uh, than anything else. It's just you two out there and it's mm-hmm. not like a tennis match you two out oh. there it's a uh, one will over another yep, right yep Just, so it's a uh, it's a totally totally different kind of thing i have a new respect for it watching because one of my cheerleaders um one of our girls she's a female wrestler too mm-hmm. she and to watch her whole persona change you know from out there doing, you know, stunts and everything to just this, like you see her face completely change when it's time to get in for a match. Warrior instincts. Yeah. It's crazy to watch that. That's the coolest thing is that, uh, how girls wrestling has come around. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, when I was younger, they were starting to drop men's wrestling programs because there wasn't a title nine equivalent for it. Uh, and, and now you're seeing girls and now women's wrestling and, uh, in college come, come around in a big way and uh, i think it's great for the sport and I think it's awesome super awesome to watch them it's funny because we have non-wrestling boys that um are on our cheer teams and they'll like square up with her like goofing around and she will pin them in two yeah. seconds it oh. is great to watch no doubt so that is awesome so we've talked about pretty much um after 11 so live music happy hour this friday um okay so We've got a chef here finally. Is it artisan or is it artesian bread? I think it's artisan. There you go. That's what I thought too. Uh, sounds, to. sounds good to me. Sounds good. So Fridays five to seven, you've got happy hour. Um, Donna's doing a great job. I don't know if you've been over to Raptor Eleven, but their food is really I uh, haven't because I'm new living in the area and new back working to the area out of being uh in Oak Creek for the last uh, year or so, but I've heard about it. Uh, from nearly everyone I've talked to that's yeah. around. So it sounds like nice. somewhere we need to check out. We were Absolutely. just talking, my wife and I were just talking about new places to check out, you know, and we're 
out of the Phoenix area now and out of the Sedona area and in this area. So, uh, you know, that's the first thing. I don't know if it's the first thing that everyone does, but every time we've moved somewhere new, it's the first thing. Sh- it's it definitely out, right? the first thing a chef you, does is makes a list of restaurants that they've been wanting to try. Well, I would recommend Rafter 11. They do a really great job with, um, she's just really stepped up the menu over there as well. Um, Idealios of the week. That's just where we've got specials that go on um, every week. This week, it's 10% off a whole house surge protector. You probably know this, but with monsoons, the lightning, get yourself protected with a whole home surge protector. So, oh, SM Electric. Gosh, with SM Electric. I've got, I've got my peanut gallery over here. So, I think we've covered everything. I just wanted to ask you. So, I heard, so you are a James Beard Award nominee. Yeah, I was one of the semi-finalists last year, along with our other chef uh, at the restaurant that I've recently left behind for new ventures. But uh, he and I worked together for 17 years, and uh, that was kind of a culmination of the concept that we'd put in. And you know, not not one ingredient in the restaurant, not from Arizona, right down to awesome. alcohol, uh, beer, wine, everything, everything produced here, and you know, it, everything on the menu. Uh, reflected wild foods or indigenous foods in one way, shape, or form, but our tasting menu was all Arizona foraged it's ingredients. It's a really big deal. I mean, they don't just, I mean, to even be nominated, you know, it's no, just... No, it was, it was great. It was great to see that, you know, we'd put this idea together, uh, you know, years and years ago and sort of experimented with it uh, at my restaurant that I had in Cave Creek before, uh, but to really kind of have the time during the pandemic that we didn't have a restaurant open, uh, that we were foraging more than we ever had and we were doing pop-up dinners. So it gave you a lot of time to develop, you know, menu items or dishes that you would be able to feature throughout the year. So when we finally got into that restaurant space, it was really cool to, to see, you know, an actual dream come to fruition and, and have it recognized, you know, in a pretty quick way. It was six months, six months only we'd been opened and, that happened and yeah just to be on just to be included it's you right. know it wasn't a goal of saying you know i hope this concept or this concept should win the james beard and that's what we're trying to do it's nice to be recognized when you're not necessarily focused on something like that right. and sometimes that's the the best way for something to happen you just you're Poof. just focused on making a great product and it just happens to be amazing yeah it's great to other it people very cool. too well, perfect. We've covered everything for my drive. I'm excited to see you and um, at the Presque Valley Outdoor Summit. What you bring to that? I think yeah, it's be, cool. be super um, cool. Start hunting mushrooms now. Start, do not go out and start hunting mushrooms. Please disclaimer. wait to watch. Disclaimer. Please wait to watch what Brett's going to do. With and even still wait. Summit. And even still, just don't do it. Just go to the market. So, well, congratulations on everything that you're doing. Um, excited to see what you bring out to Mortimer Farm and and uh, have some fun picking those berries and twigs. I yeah. want to say twigs. I think you could make an awesome stuff with just twigs and weeds. They I were think saying. Yeah, we, uh, we surprise people from time to time. So, yeah, there will be a lot of cool things at Mortimer Farms, especially once a month, a farm to table dinner that uh, highlights a local Arizona wine. So we already did one uh, my first week back uh, and, folk, and highlighted Mogollon Vineyards, which is right down oh. the road. And, you know, just to bring all things Arizona together is kind of the story of my life. What a perfect way to end. Thank you guys so much for listening to my drive. And Brett, thanks so much for being thanks here. Thanks for having me. All right. Watch out for those roundabouts. See ya. Uh-huh.